Back here at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas, uh, Mark Abrams here at the in the media room with my my longtime buddy. Uh, been been knowing him and working with him off and on since he turned pro, Kenneth Sims Jr. Yeah. What's up, Kenny? Doing? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Out here in Las Vegas, you told me you've been training out here with uh, Coach K Caroma. Um, uh, how's everything going? I know most of your career you've been training in Chicago. Now you're uh, you know kind of trained out here in Las Vegas. Uh, talk about the differences. Uh, it's a lot of differences. Uh, I feel like. Las Vegas is a boxing city, so it's always good work here. It's always top-notch sparring, always top-notch everything here when it comes to boxing. So that's where I need to be. Because at home, it's work, but they're not going to help me. It's not going to get me to the level that I want to be at, so I need to be here. Obviously, you had a pretty good start to your career, a couple of hiccups, but then that Elvis Rodriguez fight happened. Mm -hmm. And like I said, I pretty much saw every one of your fights coming up. Something went on. Something got turned on that night, and yeah. it stayed on ever since then. Because mm -hmm. you're a whole different fight. You're, you're you're actually a little. You're nice. One of the nicest guys in boxing. Yeah, you're pretty mean in the ring now. Yeah, I uh, I feel like I got a chip on my shoulder. Uh, I felt like when I had those hiccups that you talked about, a lot of people that believed in me, a lot of people that didn't believe in me, believed in me even less. So, like, I had to prove that. I belong, and I'm here to stay, and I I needed to get back to where I'm supposed to be at. So I had to make some changes, lock in. And of course, I had to add a new element of having the mean streak in there to get a lot more respect when I'm in the ring. Did you know before that fight that it was going to be different? Did, oh. you, did you feel that, that it was going to be different? For sure, for sure. Uh, I had... A good, good, great camp. I was in camp with uh, Terrence Crawford, uh, Shakur Stevenson. So being around Jerry Heard, being around top guys, it pushed me. Like, I'm competitive. So being around them, they competitive. So I, we pushed each other in that camp. So ever since that point, every camp I'm in camp with, now I'm around a lot of young guys, Trey Isley, Bruce Carrington, Duke Reagan. Uh, we all we all push each other, so that's a I feed off that energy in camp and it carries over to the fight. What's the one thing? I don't know whether it's the what well, you said the energy in camp. What's the one thing that is different? Like the one thing that kind of like I said, you, you're a different fighter than you were in the, mm -hmm. your first 10, 12, 14 fights. Yeah, uh, just learning on the job. I felt like in the beginning I was learning on the job. I ain't really had no experience. I didn't have anyone. It was just me and my dad. I didn't have anybody guiding me through the process of what it takes to be a real pro. I feel like that's what's different now. I'm a, I'm a professional fighter. I might have been, I say, I use the words, I was an amateur fighting fighter fighting professional fights at that moment back in the day. But now I'm a real legit professional fighter, and that's, that's the big difference. And I know, you know, recently, I guess the past year, you became a father. Yeah. How much, how much, it's strange, and we'll talk about something. I became a father again exactly a month ago today. Okay, well, congratulations. <laughs> I didn't know you had numbers. Yeah. So, so even when we're talking about something that's outside the ring, nothing to mm -hmm. do with you throwing a punch, probably has a, it has a lot to do yeah. with the way you not only look at boxing, the way you train. I, I talk to fighters. They think of their baby's face, and it makes them go mm -hmm. that extra round in the gym or or, did, or do or hit the bag for three more yeah. minutes. I, means I, that's I, three. Uh, I feel like that's a big motivation because you got people that depend on you now. 
of course you want to do stuff for your parents you want them you want to take care of them but when it's a kid involved it's really you have no choice you gotta you gotta provide so every time i'm in there like this is the way i take care of my family this is the way like i know it's about legacy that's what i want too but at the end of the day i need to make sure this is successful so i can take care of my family what um we're here in Las Vegas. We're here in the media room for this fight, uh, Benavides and Plant. Well, give me your two cents. Oh, it's a good fight. Uh, I'm rocking with Caleb. I know Caleb. I knew Caleb a it's long amazing. time. I've interviewed five fighters today. All of them are picking Caleb Plant. Yeah, I know. I've known Caleb a long time. So, my first time as an amateur when I was on the USA boxing team. My first time on the team, me and Caleb were teammates. So I can't, I can't, I can't go against the grain. I think it's a competitive fight. It's, I think it's pretty textbook. It's gonna be Benavidez, the pressure fighter. Caleb got a box. So whoever can implement their game plan the best, that's who's gonna win. Question I asked Caleb the other day. He's been through all this stuff with the Canelo fight. Even though he didn't win it, he went through yeah, all this yeah, stuff. Yeah. You know, media obligations, mm-hmm. this, that, the other. And I asked him how much he think is this the first time for Benavides? You know, a fight of this magnitude. Kel believes that little things like that really make a difference. You know, kind of, kind of going through the, uh, I guess, the car wash fight, you yeah. know, getting getting, getting uh, bombarded for this and, you know, people hooting and hollering at weigh-in. Uh-huh. Three at the weigh-in? Uh, no, nah, I was sparring. Okay. I had the sparring days. So I, I, right. I don't know if you saw. I was the, at the press conference. I wasn't at well, I don't know if you saw the weigh-in that Caleb made the stare down, put his finger yeah, on. Yeah, I saw a video clip. I mean, the, what do you get out of that? I mean, no, no one ever does that with you because you're you're just you're, you're a good dude. Yeah, I don't really no. take too much out of it. Yeah. Uh, like maybe Caleb trying to get under his skin a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I mean that could work. That works with some people. Yeah. I feel like it, it's a two-handed, it's a two-handed thing. It could either motivate Benavidez and make him a lot sharper and make him think more, or it can make him emotional and go out there and do something crazy. Do something stupid, open himself up for something. Yeah, I think at this level, though, it's not really that one. It's just going to make him sharper, I think. And Benavidez tries talking Caleb to his dad. So I think think both of them are going to be extra motivated for this fight. So. I don't think the trash talk is going to affect what happens in the ring at this level. Back to you, right before we came on here, uh, you said that uh, possibly June you could be uh-huh. back, get back in there. Yep, June, June-ish. I got the word yesterday. I was thinking May, but they told me yesterday. I know you, you start rising up the rankings. Is this going to be some kind of uh, for a belt or elimination type of thing? Or uh, I don't, I'm not. I don't, I'm still waiting on all the details. Yeah, so. No, all I got is the uh, the area around what date is going to be. I don't even know the exact date yet. I bet you'd like. But it, it. is. A, it's a. It's a good. Good fight for me. Good opportunity. Good big fight. I think you brought the Chicago weather out here. I come out here for a week. It's freezing out here. What the heck's going on here? Oh, when I got here, I said the same thing because I was in Arizona with the Ramos brothers okay. training Ooh. last week. Then we got here. I so, so, so talk exactly. about that. So talk about you. So you have a little intel. We got two of the two of the fighters. You yeah, got, I spar. Actually, I spar with Cody Crowley and April. Oh wow! So for for the for this fight? No, nah, I spar with Cody last year, and I spar with Abel twice. All right. Well, you're a guy who can. Fight. You're a guy who would know as well as anyone. I know it was a year ago for one of them. Who do you like in that fight? I mean, you you That's, have you have that his, fight. I think it was going to be a war. Do you? Yeah, and I think whoever can outlast the other guy wins. So you're not gonna you're not gonna say which one you thought was better. 
Oh, no, I'm not going to do that. It's fine. I don't really. I don't, I just, you know, well, you just get an indication. Guys. I mean, they both good. So, I don't I don't. Know. I'll get to far. I keep it. Did you Did you work with Abel? I mean, did you work with Jesus at all for this fight? Not this fight. I worked with him before his last fight. So what do you think of him and Spencer? That's a very interesting I think, fight. I think Jesus is on a different level than Joey Spencer. I don't think Joey Spencer is ready for this. He may be one day, but I don't, at the moment, I don't think he is. He might surprise me, but I don't think. I think Jesus is a level above him right now. There's a guy who's been in the ring with the, some of the guys who he knows Kale for 100 years, spar with Abel, spar with Crowley, know, uh, spar with Jesus. Anyone else he's on the card you spar with? Nah. Nah. Three's enough. Three's enough. Now, but it's going to be a tremendous fight. Are you coming to the fight? Yeah, I'll be there. You'll be there. Kenny Sims Jr., a guy, uh, you know. Yes. You know, don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years, right? Yeah, yeah it's just, just about that time. Everybody you, you ever, did you ever thought, because now uh, you're both, you know, fighting on premier boxing champions type of fights, uh, you and Elvis again? Uh, yeah, they talked about it before. Oh, they have? Okay. It didn't, it didn't go that far, but they talked about it before. Maybe one day. Is that something, I guess you'll probably say if it's worth something, if yeah, it's for a belt or something, that's something that you would gladly entertain. Yeah, for sure. There's been talks about it, but one day maybe, maybe it happened. What did you think of his performance against Adorno? It's good. Yeah, uh, look about the same as yeah. when I fought him. About the same. I think Adorno is a 35, 35. Correct. Now, actually, Adorno uh, and I saw Joseph last week uh, in PA. It's the best I've ever seen him box Adorno. He's not known to beat a boxer. Yeah, I think he's. A, I think he's a 35, maybe. 35. Yeah, no, no, he's definitely a smaller guy. But he showed maybe you laid a blueprint with your boxing ability on Elvis Adorno, who's not known as a boxer, boxed yeah, really well, you yeah. know, in, in a long stretches against Rodriguez. Uh-huh. So maybe you set a blueprint on that. You know, you actually did beat him, but for future opponents against Rodriguez, maybe. Who knows? Well, we'll see you back on June, hopefully uh, on Showtime, maybe. And, hopefully, uh, maybe. You know, I don't know. I'm still waiting to find out myself. Well, we did 10 good minutes with uh, Kenny Sim Jr., Chicago's finest. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for a few minutes of your time, and uh, we'll talk to you along the way. Appreciate you, Mark. There you go.